This is the SCT Show. Here are your hosts, Tanbir Rana. Nope, GM fucking bat 1000. It's not, it's never, it's not possible. You can't bat 1000. And Nam Man. Jim's like literally like probably struggling. Like, what, what is this? Nobody told me that there's math involved in this job. <laughs> Season 2. Yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the SCT show. Uh, no Nam Man today, or at least for now. It's Ryan Lee Hall here. Producer, Matan Biarano. How's it going, Ryan? It's going good, man. It's going good. Um, it's game day by the time this comes out. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, Nam, uh, he, uh, he has, uh, he's a little busy today, but we're going to do a post-game show tomorrow. So, um, doing a pre-game show today and then a post-game show tomorrow. I'm pretty pumped to just talk to Max all week. Looking forward to it. five overtimes today, though. Yeah, it's crazy. Five overtimes. Now, the Canucks have gone what four overtimes has been their most ever. I think it was that Dallas game. Yeah, it was the Dallas. Dallas that Dallas. I can tell you a funny story about that one. I don't know if I've told it on here before, but um, it was a school day the next day, and um, my my mom was in India, my brother was in India, my sister was in India, so it was just me and my dad at home. And uh, watching the game, and um, like, like, like uh, I started watching in my dad's room. I was a little young at that time, right? So then, <laughs> um, as soon as they scored, my dad was passed out, snoring everything. I screamed, and he turned around and just smacked me right in the face. <laughs> He's like, "What? What are you doing?" I'm just like, "Oh, I'm watching the Canucks game. Like, they just scored. They won in overtime. Like." What, is game still going on? I was just like, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty, uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty it's, funny. It's so desi. So, so, so desi. Had to play it. Five OTs had to play it. Uh, <laughs> that was a crazy well, game, though. It was, that, that four overtime game, um, that that was a tough. Like, you knew whoever won that game was going to win the series, and that's what it came down to. You look back at it now; it went seven games, but that was the game that pretty much like you don't win that game, we lose the series, right? So, I think that's what's going to happen with this Tampa Bay series. The team that won that fifth overtime, which it was Tampa Bay, I think, I think they're going to win the series now because that just drains you. It that sets drains- the tone, yeah. You play that many minutes. Seth Jones had like sixty, what sixty plus minutes. Yeah, you played like an hour. Game on the ice, and man, Seth Jones. We talk about Nathan McKinnon being a bargain of the contract. This guy is, in my opinion, the best defenseman in the league. Like watching him play, the way he plays on both sides of the puck, offensively, defensively, I think he's the best defenseman in the game. I don't know if you can name a better defenseman. I like, I think Quinn Hughes. Obviously, one day, hopefully, can get there, but. Sessions is big. He's nasty. He could put up put up offensive numbers. He could shut down your best player. Like what he was doing against Matthews in that Leaf series, that was impressive. That was this is my series, not yours. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like I think Crown Royal Twenty Two said it best on Twitter. Yeah, is that Seth Jones is basically he has Eric Carlson's motor, mm-hmm. but in Darian Hatcher's body. Yeah, for sure. Like he's That's a freak. Exactly he is my like like I think 
that, like, I don't know if this is going to get in trouble because anybody can get in trouble nowadays. But I think he needs to be the ambassador of, of getting black people into hockey in the States. His, his dad was a big, he was an NBA star, yeah. a NBA player. This guy is talented. Like, I know P.K. Subban's trying to change the culture. Ryan Reeves has talked about changing the culture. I think the guy that could do it the most is this guy because this guy is future Team America captain. He's that, he's that kind of material. Like, mm-hmm. this guy, I, I've always been a big fan of him. Every, I don't know why Nashville treated him. That was one of the stupidest. Like, I know that you right? yeah. got a cup run out of it, but, man, this guy was special. And you let him walk. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand why they did that. Well, Johansson's a centerman too, right? So it's like it's hard to find a center, but it's also so hard to find a D too, right? Yeah, some teams have it easier finding defensemen. Some teams have it harder finding center. Uh, Luckily for the Canucks, it wasn't easy finding uh, those guys. For the Canucks, was Pedersen and and Hughes back to back drafts. No big deal, right? Like (laughs) having those things checked off your off your checklist is one of the most like that's a huge sign that's a big big positive for the Canucks like the Leafs are like they have a number one center and number one defenseman but like Morgan Riley's not Quinn Hughes you know like well, he's good yeah. but They're similar. He, like I'd say Quinn Hughes had a higher ceiling and he's yeah. probably already better like you look at what he what he did in that playing series dominating Minnesota we haven't talked about the last time we were on here uh, we were what uh, they were, previewing game, yeah, yeah. game three, game four, right? Yeah. So we didn't even get to talk about how the Canucks just looked in those two games in the afternoon. And like, what are your thoughts? Like Quinn Hughes, man. Like, I don't think crap. I've seen a defenseman. Like maybe Christian Erhoff, but like I don't really. I have never seen a defenseman in this team's actual playoff history that actually took over a game or even like a series like Quinn Hughes. And it's just like. Like Pedersen did it for game, I think it was one or two, or it was yeah. all it was all him, but like no one else was there. That was game one, and then game two, he you know same thing. PD shows up every time. Quinn yeah. Hughes is like that too, and like we've never had a defenseman like anywhere close to that. Like you just you can always count on him. Yeah, you can always count on him. Like um, even when you think that he's gonna get uh, he's gonna have a bad matchup defensively in the D zone, he finds a way to get the puck from. One of the like a Mark Shifley or a he just Kyle finds Connor a way. Or, he finds a way. He'll find a way to get the puck from you, and and he's small, but he's so good with the stick. Like, um, it's it's impressive, man. He he could like he's a small guy, but it's hard to knock him off the puck. He's so elusive, so quick. Like he is. I've never seen anything like him. Like in the NHL, I don't remember a defenseman like him. Where like in his size, his skating, his edge work, like. His shot has been like his shot that game, that game four against Minnesota, posted in. Mm-hmm. Like I never thought that Quinn Hughes had a shot. Man, he could rip it. Like it was a wrist shot too. Rip it. It was a wrist shot, and like w- when I saw him shoot that, it was like that reminds me of such a ball hockey move, like a wrist shot from the point. Just a little little snapshot yeah. from the right, like. Those work all the time in ball hockey, and like you know, I'm an all star, so <laughs> I would not. Okay. <laughs> but um, I honestly think that like Quinn Hughes, man, like he's gonna be some, like I don't know what his ceiling is, but I'm like I'm like excited to see what this kid's all about because his mindset, his confidence, his swagger, him and Pedersen, him Besser Pedersen, I like the way our team has just approached this play and like watching those celebrations after like. 
that was fun. The camaraderie, it's like crazy to see because 2011 and like that whole team and that whole era, they were close and whatnot, but this one just feels different. Like this team just feels different. Remember the um uh, that video of Kessler getting in the in the dressing room and doing Pungara? Like, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Like, a, yeah. A video of yeah. him like let the brown song in the back and yeah. he's just like dancing. Like that was that like that's why you love that 2011 team, right? Because they uh they had they had some funny moments like Burroughs and Bexa, Kessler, Raymond, Hanson. They would always rip rip each other, right? They'd always like have those times where they would like poke fun at each other. It's all fun, right? And that's what you saw with uh, JT Miller, like when you announced Tanner Pearson. He's like Tanner Pearson. Yeah. You know, like it was, it was fun. Yeah, I think that this team is close, and that's what you need. Like when you want to, if you're gonna go uh, as a team and accomplish something, you have to go to war with each other. It's not uh, like uh, I saw. I heard a quote. I don't know who it was from, but I heard it on the radio. I listen to the radio a lot, so I don't Do know you if know? it was from Six Fifty. Yes, I go back and forth, but I heard a quote, and uh, one of them, uh, one of them said. I think it was the Moj, maybe. He said that winning is harder than losing because, yeah, losing sucks, but winning, you have to pay a price to win. You have to work your butt off to win. Look at the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Maple Leafs. Uh, the Maple Leafs are obviously more skilled, but the Columbus Blue Jackets will outwork you, and they, and by the end of it, they'll be beat up, but they'll that's, find yeah. a way to outwork you, you know? That's that torts team, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Outwork you, outwork you. Seth Jones too, paired with Zach Wierenski. That's that's the thing. That pairing is just nasty, man. They got like two of the best D. Just imagine we had a D like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like Quinn Hughes and Tanev right now. So Tanev's good too. For him to score that goal, like for the room, that does something. That that, knows that exactly because he's been there the longest after uh, after after Edler. Yeah. So, man, he's he's felt the pain from 2011 on, and those are the toughest years I've ever felt as a fan from 2011 on. Like, um, you know, I've, I've had it good as a fan. I started watching the team like in 03, pretty young, right? So, yeah. West Coast Expressor and like even like Minnesota, like blowing that three-one lead is still a little like blurry in my head because bit, I was yeah. young, right? So, um, like. 20, like 2011 on was definitely the hardest I've had to live it as a fan. And and Tanev being a player, like you're Troy Stetcher today. He's like, I wasn't here for 2011, but I felt that pain. Yeah. yeah. So, like he, as a fan, felt that pain. And just imagine how, how, how it might have felt as a player. Like you saw Kessler's face, right? So, yeah. man, like it was nice to see Tanev score that. And, and the boys love him. Tequila. Tequila, yeah, apparently. Tequila, Tequila now. Yeah. Yeah. Travis Green was even saying it too, where he's like, you know, that part of Tanev's game doesn't really get a lot of credit, even though he does have it. Chris Tanev was always that one D man where where I when I ever watched him, I was like, he looks like an offensive defenseman. Like he looks like he is one. He's a good skater, he's a good passer, but he can't shoot the puck. Yeah. He's so weird. That was a like a nice just like you know, it found like the goalie lost the puck, obviously. Yeah. Quick too. That's the best part about it. Like like we were all pumped, we're, we're like we're drinking, social distance party and everything. Chacha um, party crown, after Chacha party, Heisman <laughs> crown had the hooker in the corner. Just <laughs> but um, yeah, we're watching the game and like we're getting ready for the the overtime. And next thing you know, we're like we're going to Scott Road. Like it was, yeah. it was, uh, it was a uh, definitely. It was nice to have it end early because I don't know if I could have handled the nerves throughout the game like five overtimes. <laughs> 
like the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Columbus yeah. Blue today. They pushed the Boston game back, right? Yeah, Boston game is now the same day as game one for Vancouver, St. Louis. 11 o'clock, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know if you gamble, but so I put money on Vegas to win by uh, one or more. Yeah. Two or more, yeah. right? So I got that one. I got a push on the, because I bet over, I, it was five, but it was over. And the Calgary and Dallas scored five goals. Yeah. And if Carolina wins tomorrow, I went. Do, do I do I make money or what is it a push? I have no clue. I do not gamble. Okay. Okay. I have no clue. We'll figure it out. Put maybe in the SCT chat. Joe or yeah, maybe we'll the podcast. Jason, but, he'll know. Yeah, okay, well, we'll move on from that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where were we? Kristanov. That's what we were, what we were talking about. Yeah. Um. I think for Vancouver and St. Louis now, like who's got the momentum? We were talking about how like Tampa Bay, this sets the tone for, for their series, how this yeah. could be, you know, an opportunity for them to like actually win. But with with Vancouver and St. Louis, it would be Vancouver, no? Coming off the big win and whatnot. Oh yeah. Vancouver definitely has the enthusiasm, the momentum. Well, St. Louis really hasn't really done anything during the round robin the round robin games i didn't watch any of them same yeah but it seems like they're like uh, uh, every everybody's talking like there was no effort given so like having st louis go from no effort given to going to like zero to a hundred like it's going to be hard for them to get there right but tampa bay found a way to beat columbus today in five overtimes so but they started off slow right they were down the whole game pretty much um, I think the Canucks against St. Louis have to approach it like they were playing Minnesota. Just play the same way. Let the stay patient. Uh, don't cheat. I think five on five, the team was really good except for that last game. But Markey wasn't at his best. So if they could keep playing the way they've been playing, I don't think that. I think St. Louis maybe might not even be motivated. But I think St. Louis once the series goes and they starts getting chippy and nasty. They'll pick it up themselves. So I can see the Canucks winning Game One. Again, like this is gonna be this is gonna be a tough series for the Canucks. We're definitely the underdogs. I like my heart wants them to win and stuff, but like St. Louis, man, they're a tough fucking team. Like, like that was not the matchup I was I wanted personally, but honestly, it might be the best matchup for this team because it motivates this team this team to beat the defending Stanley Cup champs. And if they put up a fight and or even beat the, the St. Louis Blues, that's some respect on the Canucks' name right there. That's that's the whole nation, uh, all of the hockey world, knowing that, like, starting to, like, you know, take notice of the Canucks. So that's a, it might be the best thing for this core group. Yeah, if you beat the defending Stanley Cup champions, yeah. that's a win for this franchise, right? Like, you beat Minnesota, a team that you should have beat. If they yeah. didn't beat Minnesota, that would have been a failure. For the entire season. I agree. We, right? we both agreed on that last week. Yeah. yeah. You had to beat them. You lost mm. out on, you know, Laffy and the whole sweepstakes and whatnot. Yeah. You beat St. Louis, then it's like automatically it's a win. Automatically yeah. it's a win. Plus the defending oh, cup champions. Does it give this group? You beat the defending Stanley Cup champion. How much confidence is, confidence is it going to give a Pedersen, a Hughes, a Besser, a Bertanen? You know, like, like how much confidence are they going to give those guys, the yeah. younger players on the team, right? So I think that, like, McEwen, you know, like, 
if we could go in there and we could show St. Louis like what we're made of, because I think that Patterson dominated the Blues. Have you seen the numbers? Like mm-hmm. he's dominated the Blues uh, in his two years in the NHL. So I could like I think that the Canucks have a shot, man. They they have a shot against anyone. They have a shot against anyone, but they need Marky. Yeah, they need Marky. You need more. If Marky plays like how he did in Game Four, then it's not going to end well. I'm a little afraid too because I feel like Bennington has something to prove still. Because what, the whole Calder thing? About the Calder. He's 26 years uh, old. <laughs> like, what, I, do you, what does he want? He won the cup too. Calder, again, like the kid won a cup, man. I don't know why he's so uh, so salty, but you know, we'll see what happens. I think that Pat, Pat, Petey might have to snipe him a few times to like, you know, just well, rattle yeah. him a little bit. Petey's pretty chippy too, right? Like we saw him with uh, Hartman. He oh, didn't yeah. take shit from anybody. Oh yeah, I love that's what I love about Petey, man. Like, like he does not ever go unnoticed. You always notice Pedersen because yeah. he's always doing something good. Like if he's not in the game offensively, he will play good defensively. Like he is he's gonna make a good play up the wall, he's gonna break up a pass in the D zone, he's gonna make his impact some way in the game. So that's what I love about this kid. And um and I think that I think the, our top line is better than better than Minnesota, uh, than St. Louis's top line. Our forwards are better. Our top six is better than their top six. Um, theirs is probably more balanced, but our high end top six is better. And you can make the argument we have the best defenseman in the series. And yeah, you could go Pareko, yeah. Petrangelo, all those guys. But I think that none of them have the talent that Quinn Hughes does. They're so, not. Yeah, they don't have like a real game breaker on the back end. But their whole decor as a whole is still is better. better. Yeah. Your whole core is better, but we probably have the best defenseman in this series. Yeah, easily. Petrangelo, people, people are definitely are are forgetting that this four month, five month break is pretty much like a a full year off for Pedersen, an off season for Pedersen and Hughes. So they're probably they're probably in that next season mode already. Whereas like the guys that are older are a year older. You know what I mean? So mm. like it could like. Like a Marshang, like or like a Petrangelo, or, or these older players, John Tavares, could go from this offseason going from having a, like a good year to having one of their worst years because they're a year older, right? So, like I think that the younger players have an advantage uh, in this kind of setup. They're all rested more so too, right? It's like an yeah. off season. Everyone's somewhat healthy. To fully though, we don't know, right? Uh, He's the one wild card. Tifoli seems like uh, I don't know. I don't know what what's going on with Tifoli. I didn't put that clip out. I still have it. <laughs> I know you do, but I've been, I've I've I have been, it cut uh, and everything. Forty, be like he's checked out. Yeah, <laughs> they don't like that I'm saying it, but I I honestly think that like mentally, I don't think he's there, man. I actually I actually believe he's not there mentally. I mean, like I get it, free agent. He might want to still go back to home, LA, Anaheim, yeah. Cali, somewhere there. But you're still yeah. a pro hockey player at, at the end of the day. You still want to win a cup, right? But he's also human. He's also and human, but he he's playing with human. like Besser and Pedersen, Miller. He's playing with high end talent too. Yes, he definitely is. But man, when this pandemic hit, you're 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 on a high. You're it hit you at the worst time for him, right? Ten points in ten games. Exactly, he was ripping it up. And then all of a sudden this pandemic hits and now you're on a five-month break and now you're thinking, what's going home. on with yeah. the UFA? What's going on like, w- like in his head? What the hell is going on in his head? 
is that are we coming back to play? So like now he's maybe preparing. Like obviously he's trying to stay in shape, but mentally he's like, like what the fuck, right? <laughs> like like how do you like as a like you know like like there's obviously people that are these guys are pro athletes and that's why they're stronger than most humans mentally. But I don't know, man. I just feel like if you made your mind up in your head that you're not even going to come here in Vancouver and there's no fans in the stand in this yeah. tournament. Like, we don't why? know that, though. We don't know that. Yeah, yeah we don't know that. Yeah. But, like, like you could have a foot injury. <laughs> Who knows, right? Like, probably does have a foot injury. Is he but, a like, walking boot? Like, in the playoffs, people play through stuff, right? And, like, I thought that he, like, in, even in training camp, he didn't look like he was in it. <laughs> what? Well, no, people were giving Jake all a hard time about how he wasn't in training well, camp. Well, Jake's been, you know, Jake's had some videos pop up too and stuff. So. Yeah, whatever. Let's move on from Spoli. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, cause some kind of uh, controversy yeah. here. But playoffs, playoffs. I, I mean, nice to have him though in our top six, right? Him, Bo, and it's a shame. It would be if a you shame. You can find him, yeah. It'd be a shame if we got to Foley in his trade. And we gave up Madden and a second round pick for like and we 11 never games. Even got to see Bo, Pearson, yeah. and Foley. Yeah. yeah, like that that's what round. I was waiting for when they made this trade. That's what I thought right away. I'm like lotto line, that line, and we never even got to see it. No. Like, like I don't, I don't know if we're gonna even get like he can also even know if gonna, he's gonna play against St. Louis yet. So, man. That'd be like we gave up quite a bit, man. That's a you tough did. one. You That's did a tough for one to swallow, man. eleven games. You can't, yeah, but injuries. You you don't know, right? Like at the time, I think it it was a good trade, and if he did stay healthy, if there was no pandemic, the team would probably would have made the playoffs. Um, mm. I don't know if they would have won a round like they have now, even though technically it was a round, but it wasn't a round. But so again, like, we could have been playing against Edmonton. Or Calgary. We could have been playing against Edmonton and Calgary. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're in division, right? So it's it's such a tough. It's like it's such a weird year, man. Embrace like like people are saying, embrace the weird. And I guess we were gonna have to maybe embrace giving up that package for Toffoli and not getting much in return. Mm-hmm. The COVID Cup does it feel like an actual COVID Cup or is it like proper playoffs? It feels like playoffs. To it me. feels like proper playoffs, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. I got hyped. I went to Scott Rhodes. That's playoffs. Right? Like, you go to gotcha. Scott Rhodes. Gotcha. Straight up. But again, like, we, like there was people at Scott Road honking. Like, it was pretty crazy. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what the Canucks have accomplished so far. And, like, it's been a while since we've been in this position. So, I just want to embrace it and just, you know, enjoy it. Because uh, you never know what could happen in the NHL because you go from playoffs to not making the playoffs next year. It's been, that, what, nine years since they last won a series? It's been since 2011, right? Yeah. Nine years and no Scott Road. Damn. Yeah, because you only go to Scott Road if you win the series. You don't go there after a game. I feel like, um, I don't know. Did people go after they won games in 2011? Probably, right? Maybe like big games. Yeah, like... like like the Western the final, Conference the Western Conference Finals, finals like, probably when it got deep, the Stanley Cup Finals. You know what I mean? When yeah. we beat Chicago against, like, first round against Chicago, maybe we went there because that was a that was a big moment. But th- this felt like a big moment. I know it was just Minnesota, but it felt like a big moment. Like 
I had to go to Scott Road. Yeah, we're excited. We're excited. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. you you even called in to the radio from Scott Road. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I called in from Scott Road, 650. What'd you say? And, um, you, you, uh, I wish you could just play the audio here. Great. But um, uh, I just said I'm live from Scott Road. Um, I gave Brandon Sutter some props. I think he deserves it, man. He played good that game. He uh, scored a goal. Um He's been playing like a different player. He hasn't been the Brandon Sutter that we know. So I gotta give him I had to give him props there. Um and what else did I thought? I just said I was proud of proud of the boys. Like, you know, Bo Horvat get bro Bo Horvat, Tanner Pearson played great that game. Bo Horvat, that's a clutch goal, man. That's yeah. that's what we thought about Bo Horvat when we when we acquired him or when we uh, drafted him because they were showing the highlight of his goal in London. Um it was like point something seconds left, and how clutch of a goal it was. So I was, I was thought that Bo would score clutch goals for us, and that's one of them. That's one of the clutchest goals he scored as a, as a Canuck. So yeah, just talked about that, and like you know, just happy. It was, it was a good day. Just happy. Sutter though, yeah, Sutter's probably played his best hockey in that once in those what four games. Yeah. Four games, he's played his best hockey with this team, yeah. and he's been here for what five years. How long does it continue though? Let's let's be honest. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to be negative. I don't want to be a Brandon Sutter hater or anything. But history has proven that he gets hurt a lot, and like he was hurt in training camp. Like he had like he had growing issues in training camp. So again, like I really hope that he stays healthy. If he plays like this, he could stay healthy, and like I'd love him in, in the lineup because he's making an impact. Because I thought that third line was actually pretty good that like that night. Um, but again. Let's see if he could. If he's not healthy, we got Adam Gaudet just waiting, waiting to prove that he could play in the playoffs, right? I think Adam Gaudet, like he's he's a weapon that we that we haven't even like brought out yet. So I'm pretty excited to see what he's gonna get in eventually. You know, Beagle's got a bad hand, so I wouldn't even doubt that if Brandon Sutter moved down to the fourth line and Gaudet got into the got into the third line. The bottom six, though, in general. They've been playing really well. Even Beagle. Like, I give Beagle a lot of shit. Sutter, too, just because it's like, you guys make so much money. Tyler Tyler Mott's been unbelievable. Honestly, though, I've always respected Tyler Mott's game. He tries. I've never, never, never hated on Tyler Mott because he doesn't make that much money, and he actually works his butt off. Yeah, you can't hate on Tyler Mott. There's not a single soul out there that would hate on Tyler Mott. Louis Erickson. He's been playing good hockey. Him bold just has this chemistry man it's especially in the defensive zone like they're better in the defensive zone together like yeah i didn't think he was that good defensively louis no no he is he's always he's a smart he's a veteran hockey player man he's been around the game he's played with a lot of coaches um a young player has to learn how to be good defensively Uh, like you can't be one dimension in today's nhl like there's only so many chances you're gonna get jake's running out of chances he needs to learn how to play defensively it's it's a proven fact right I mean, Jake did fight too, right? So he did. He did one thing. <clears throat> he hasn't put his. Uh, he hasn't uh, brought the impact that uh, he can bring. No, I yeah, think, yeah. Uh, game one, he the first game he played in eight minutes, he was pretty solid. Um, in the following game, he set up Brandon Sutter for a two on one. Sutter didn't bury, but if Brandon Sutter buries, Jake's had a good game, right? Like people don't look at that. Like it was a two on one. Jake uh, Pearson who to Jake, to Sutter, and that's an impact play Jake, positive play Jake makes, but people forget about that, right? So 
and he fights in game five. Again, he's playing limited minutes. It's going to be hard for him to make an impact every night, but he'll have those games where he does. Just like Zach McEwen, he had a good game. Zach McEwen went from not playing great in the one game he got into the preseason game to playing really good uh, against Minnesota in game, in game five. So, like, I think our team, we have a lot of depth, man, especially on forward. They're deeper than I thought they were. They were. They, I would thought they were deep. It was just injuries. We it still was, have yeah. Josh Leal that. We could have had Josh Levo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw Josh Levo. Josh Levo, like that's a that's a pretty depth forward right there. That's a good forward to yeah. have yeah. in your lineup. He'd be in our lineup. Furling too. Yeah, Furling too. Yeah. The thing about Furling is, I think when they drafted Jake, they thought he could be like what Furling was for Calgary, right? Um, wasn't Jake before the Calgary series? I think he was, but like. Yeah, that's the kind of what they probably thought. Yeah, yeah, but Jake, yeah, Jake's not like that. He's more, he's more like Yannick Hansen, but he, but he's also more physical than Hansen. He just doesn't like, show it. Honestly, no, I don't know, man. Hansen was pretty physical in the playoffs. Yeah, Hansen I'd was clutch like too Yannick, in the playoffs. He is like Yannick Hansen. Similar, more skilled, more skilled, better hands. Yeah, better hands, better, better hands. shot too, better not, shot. He had a better shot, yeah. but Yannick Hansen had that clapper down the wing that people forget. Like he remember, like uh, during the end of end uh, end of his time in Vancouver, he started scoring clap clap bombs from the right side. Yeah, like Cody Hudson, he scored a few like that. But yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about the draft lottery? The draft lottery. You know how close the Leafs were to getting the first pick. <laughs> the ball hit the, the ball hit the edge and it can bounced oh out. God, that was scary. <laughs> I was I, that was like I didn't notice it. I wasn't watching it live, but when I saw that, I'm like, "Yo, we were like this close from the Leafs having first overall." That would have been egg all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Leafs would have been just like super super stocked, and if they did get him, like they yeah. would probably deal one player. I would say they'd have probably to deal somebody. Under Marner, I think oh. it would be Nylander. Probably Nylander. I think Marner, like Marner's super, super high end talent. I don't know if you really want to deal with him like that. You trade Marner. And like, I'm the biggest Leafs hater, probably one of the biggest Leafs hater. And like, I honestly think that Marner is not the problem. Massey isn't the problem. I want to say Nylander's the problem, but they need players that are not like Nylander. Uh, like, you know, like, like Nylander is like a good hockey player, but they have so much skill. Where you need guys that could fill those roles where they could get in your face kind of hockey. You know what I mean? Like They need a Brandon Sutter. <laughs> not technically Brandon Sutter. Not a Sutter, Sutter but, but yeah. If you want Brandon Sutter, you know, we'll, we'll take Nylander. Antoine Roussel, that's what they need. They need guys that could, like, Columbus. Like, yeah. How many guys on Grinders. Columbus did you hear of? Yeah. <laughs> Before the series, right? But those guys work their butts off. They, they'll fucking grind the defenseman, hit the defenseman. You know, just in a playoff series, those guys are valuable, like Tyler Motts, right? I'm not saying trade a Nylander for a Tyler Mott, but like when they had Kadri, for example, that's the kind of guy they needed, and they they traded him. I loved like, him too. Him? I like Kadri. Huh? I like Kadri. I don't care if like people say cheap shots, blah blah. blah. I like Nazem Kadri. You want him on your player. team? No, that's the kind of player that the Leafs yeah. should have. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like they should have always traded Nylander before Kadri. But because Kadri made those stupid mistakes sort of in the playoffs and cost them, you know, people lose it. 
the fans lose it, the, the the organization loses it, and they they get but they got rid of their grit. Like he was part of the grit. Mm-hmm. Like like Toronto's definitely got some work, and their defense is just brutal. Like holy, mm, they got Tyson shit. Berry out of it, right? I thought our defense was bad. Yeah, <laughs> so like, Sean Avery had the clip on Twitter. You saw that, right? Tyson Berry oh, is useless. Barry? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. Yeah. Yeah, it was like I think Tyson Beard was checked out too. <laughs> Maybe I mean he's got a lot in his mind. Yeah, like again UFA, same situation as uh, same yeah same as Foley, right? And like he doesn't know his situation. It's like go, it's like going in a general as a general manager as a lame duck GM, right? Like like what do you do? Like do you just sell the farm to make sure you make the playoffs? You know what I mean? Like like as a as a player, you're probably like, do I play like? Like, why, like, you know, like, he got hurt too, right? But Barry, but, again, like, Tyson Barry didn't look like he was in it all year. No, like, he had a down year too. Yeah, and, like, but that just shows you how great Nathan McKinnon is and how off, like, how great the Colorado Avalanche offense is because Tyson Barry was a good, was putting up points in Colorado, and he was a better player in Colorado for sure, and that's why Quinn Hughes should win the Calder, right? Expendable, though, because... Kale McCarr. Yeah, exactly. That right. Kale McCarr is great. Don't get me wrong. So they could have traded Barry. Just wanted to make a another tick for Quinn Hughes. Yeah. Called, you know, like, you hey, that's one good thing about this playoffs. Eastern media now actually see Quinn Hughes. For sure, the, like uh, a lot of Eastern media are watching the late night games because yeah. what else you gonna do? Yeah, you have to. What else you gonna do? Yeah, I'm uh, the. Today, man, the Carolina games get gets pushed back because of the five overtimes. I really hope that doesn't happen to the Canucks before their game, because that would suck. Because you're getting prepared for a game. Because you're pumped too, right? As a fan too, you're pumped and you're ready, and it's like, oh, your game's at eleven thirty a.m. on fucking Monday. Yeah. What? Like I got work, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the uh, draft lottery, though. So the Rangers got the pick. The Rangers mm-hmm. are go- are going to be stacked on that yeah. left side too, right? Oh no, the yeah, the Rangers. Uh, I called it, by the way. You did call it. You did call it. I called it in the SCT chat. It made sense. Um, they, they need these big markets to succeed, man. It's if you want to grow the game, you got to have New yeah. York, LA being relevant. You know, remember when they had that Cup final? Like, that was big for the NHL. So, and especially if you're going to try getting that new ESPN deal, like, having those two markets relevant are huge. But, like, who knows if it's even rigged. Like, it's, I'm not saying it's rigged. Like, it's just, like, that was, like, that's what I was thinking in the moment, and it just happened that New York won the lottery. But, man, like, there's some questions, you know. Maybe they almost made it like it was. It was like so dramatic because the guy drops the ball, like, <laughs> you know, like, like, it's like almost it was planned, right? Like, yeah. It seemed like it was planned, but who knows? He's standing there wearing a mask. He almost drops the ball. There's that one video. I think it was was it the American feed or something where they announced the winner of the lottery before he even pulled the ball out. Yeah, because they saw the Colson, right? I think so. I think they even announced it before then. Yeah, yeah. They were well, already like, saying it, and then he hadn't even done anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But like it's not like I don't I don't think it's actually rigged. Like people have been talking about it being rigged for years and it's like No. Nah. If it was rigged, like somebody's 
teams that will have won it, they shouldn't have won it. You know what I mean? If it was like, rigged, like teams that hadn't won would have said something by now. No? Yeah, exactly. Somebody yeah. would have said some shit. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, like having Detroit win it would have been huge for them. Having Detroit win it is a good thing. Detroit had the highest chance. They didn't win it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that New York winning it is good for the Canucks, first off. You know, get some out of the West, Like, it was a big, big uh, sigh of relief when Edmonton didn't win it. Thing is, though, even even if they did win it, they wouldn't have done anything with them. Like, they can't do anything with anything. Only so many times you could keep getting this talent, and you're gonna keep. You're not gonna keep failing. You know what I mean? Like, it's impossible. If you keep getting grade eight talent, like if you have McDavid, Drysdale, on, like, and this Lafreniere kid is like legit, then dude, like, I, there's no way you're gonna suck for that long. You you always need a you need a defenseman, obviously, but like, just imagine if Edmonton did win it, it would have been Lafreniere, Byfield, McDavid, Drysdale in your division. Yeah, and then LA is gonna have a good team in the future. Like, not just Byfield; they have some other guys that could come in and make an impact soon so as a Canucks fan you don't want to especially with the way the playoff format works yeah you're glad to have them out yeah you but yeah Toronto winning would have sucked I think any other team though I wouldn't have cared what if the wild won it though would you have cared then I wouldn't have cared because it's the wild and we're not going to see much of them in the playoffs if we do but um, and they never had a first overall pick. But could have been just, us though. But yeah, exactly. Because it would have been the Canucks pick. Um, it sort of sucks. But again, it might have not, might have not even been the Canucks pick because they put the balls in alphabetically. Yeah. So like, even if the Wild won, would it have even been our ball? Um, I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good look at it because I remember when they were putting the balls in. They were confirming with Gary Bettman because I was listening to is it. Is this the logo of the New York Rangers? Yeah, is, yeah. and they were going alphabetically because Winnipeg went last. Yeah. yeah. So, like, how can you even say the Canucks would have won? Yeah, I mean, you can't really look at it that way, I guess, ever. Yeah. But it's like the 12.5% is gone now. Yeah. Everyone's team playoffs. You have to be team playoffs. You might have to just might as well cheer for wins now, right? Oh, you have to cheer for wins now. Like, no, what else are you, are you going to cheer for them to lose and then what? Nothing after? They don't want Benning to get fired. There's still people that want Benning to get fired. Yeah, well, winning, the, yeah. winning a round is pretty much guaranteeing Benning keeping his job. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Losing a round, there's still losing the first round. There's still some. You know? It depends how it goes, though. But if they lose this first round, he still keeps the job. I think he keeps ne- keeps it now, but you never know, man. Francesco is a—he's uh, pretty sneaky, man. He fucking fired Linder out of nowhere. But who um, are you gonna get? Who are you gonna? Gillis run? came out of nowhere too. Gillis firing? The Gillis? Oh no, the Gillis firing did. The AV firing did. AV? Yeah, oh, well, kind oh. of. The Gillis one sort of came out of nowhere, no? Like Dude, the fans, the fa- were, fans were outside Rogers Arena with his head and stuff. Fire Gillis! Fire Gillis! True, but like, like I don't know. The coach is usually the first guy to go. Yeah, right? Benning's already gone through a coach. Yeah. So how I many coaches can you go through before it's the GM? Go. I think like Travis Green. Like I gave him some hate not so long ago. Yeah, about his line combos, coaching. But man, um, 
after the full series and what's happened with what he, the adjustments he made and the way he coached, I got to give him props. He's, so, he's a good coach. It's almost like he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. But, like, it just it bothers me when you, when you scratch 18 goals. And guess what? It didn't work. You scratched 18 goals. You lost the game. So in in some way I'm right, and he's also a good coach. <laughs> yeah, Tampa's right. No, I mean Travis Green. There's still que- um, question marks about him. Yeah, for sure. In that, like, I don't know if a lot of people in this city actually think he's the one to take him there. Yeah, but if he's not the one to take him there, he's the one that's gonna get him close. Yeah, he right. Will. Like he's gonna get him close. I like I if they beat St. Louis, I think they're going to a conference final. Yeah, th- that's possible. I think that uh, St. Louis is probably their toughest test after Colorado. It's uh, technically Vegas, should Vegas, get easier Vegas after St. Louis. Is a tough matchup. Vegas is a tough matchup. Vegas, Vegas, they beat the Blackhawks four one. Yeah, no, they yeah they, they, they beat the Blackhawks four one today. So again, like the Canucks are gonna have a tough road weather. They beat St. Louis, and tough St. Louis is tough as it is, right? So, again, I think that this, I think they can pull it off, but they're gonna have to have everything going. Like they need their top guys to be going, they need their bottom six guys to be going, they need Marky to be going, and they need St. Louis. I want St. Louis at their best because then that proves a point. I don't want St. Louis not motivated. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if they're yeah. not motivated, good. We we can win this. We'll win the series, hopefully, right? But if we get the best St. Louis and we beat them, that's a message. Yeah, right. That's like a that's a message. But there's a lot of interesting series, man. Like, you want to make prediction on them or what? Ah, uh, sure. Why don't we do it? Well, let's do it. So who do we got? We got to say okay. So Canucks and Blues. What are you saying? I'm gonna go Canucks and six. I'm, I want to go six or seven. I'm gonna go six too. I don't want to go Connection seven six. because I, I'm like I'm not gonna lie. Seven it scares me because in a game seven you gotta have confidence. The pressure's on. The nerves are, and you're a young team, right? So that's why I'm just like maybe they're young and dumb and they win six because yeah, there's pressure in closing out a series, but game seven is different. You know what I mean? Yeah, Game Seven's a whole different oh. beast, and plus they haven't played St. Louis all that badly either. Yeah, so I don't think Canucks could beat the Blues in seven. I think in six it makes more sense because of the pressure, the experience factor, and whatnot. Right? Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Canucks in six. Mm-hmm. We're going Dallas, Calgary. I got Dallas in seven. I'm taking Calgary in six. Wow. Calgary. I think Calgary is a better team, just like overall. Corey no, no, Perry I, had that I, fight I, against uh, Kachuk, and I'm like, I mean, Corey no Perry, stake. that's all you, you can do in it right now, basically at this stage There's of no career. Again, there was no Stegen and Bishop today, right? I I'm not sure. I don't think there was. So, yo, Calgary's gotten lucky with some injuries, man. Kudobin was playing, yeah. Kudobin hmm? was playing in net. And was Stegen playing? Sagan was. Not playing. No, yeah, exactly. no, he was playing. He was playing. Okay, okay. There's a minus one. Calgary's gotten lucky with some injuries, though. I'll tell you right now. They have. They have, yeah. I think Dallas still wins the series. 
I don't know. I don't see. Is there something about Calgary where I feel like one year they're gonna make a proper run? One year they're gonna make a proper run, and I'm thinking it might be this year. I love to see Vancouver Calgary, man. Vancouver Calgary would be a great series because you yeah. got like if we see this in the conference finals, right? Yeah. Dylan oh. Dubé scored twice. Like yeah. the Flames are deep. I feel like. Lucic has five points in five games. Lucic, know? yeah, like, yeah, I'm taking the Flames in six. People are scared of Lucic. Lucic in the playoffs, yes, mm-hmm. because playoffs are different. Playoffs are a whole different animal. Lucic is, knows how to do a playoff series. Soft players, they don't, they don't excel like Nylander, Ehlers. They don't, they don't, they can't play that big boy hockey. That's where you need a Sam Bennett. Yeah, Sam Bennett's been good. Sam Bennett. He's a boss, but he's been good. All right, so you're taking Dallas in seven. I got Calgary in six. Yes, yeah. we got Blackhawks, Golden Knights. Mm, I don't know about this one. I don't think Blackhawks get a game, man. They don't get a game. You don't think so? I think Golden Knights and I'll say five. I'll give them a game. Uh, see, the Blackhawks have the experience factor in a way, but the Golden Knights are just a fucking machine too. Like they know how to. I'll go Vegas in six. I'm giving the Blackhawks two games. Kubalik, though, eh? Great, mm-hmm. great player. 30 goals, and it's like Dude, quiet 30 goals. Both of the rookies, like, like that's impressive, right? But Chicago's like Chicago's done a good job of trying to like rebuild in a way on the fly. Chicago's not a bad they they got a culture there, right? So I think these young players like Doc and Debrinkad and Strom and They've made so many good trades. It's just like Kubalik. Yeah. I think they'll I think they'll uh They'll be good. They're they're gonna be a good team soon too. They're not they're not far away. No, no, yeah, they're not far away at all. They got Alex Nylander, Dylan Strome. I forgot. Yeah, Dylan Strome was there too. I forgot about they Dylan got Boquist. Boquist. Their de- their yeah. defense is like Slater Cuckoo. Remember him? Calvin DeHaan. Their defense need work. Oli Mata. Duncan Keith, and that's it. Connor Murphy. And Boquist is playing with Duncan Keith. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna go Vegas and six. I'll still take Vegas and six. What else we got? We got Columbus, Tampa. So yeah, Tampa won today. So uh, I, I think we both said Tampa, Tampa, right? Six. I'm with Tampa and six. I feel like Columbus is gonna push him to seven, but I'll go Tampa and seven. You work for it, eh? Yeah, that's Columbus a, is just it's a fucking torts team. Torts team, right? It pisses me I off, but it's, it's effective. I think this Canucks team would be good under torts. Yeah, he needs a young team that he can kind of like shape and mold in a way. Yeah, but the thing, the only thing is, like, veterans like Edler and Tana wouldn't really like him. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, but sorry. like, he could, he can get to like a Quinn, a Petey, yeah. a Brock, yeah. a Jake. I think he would do good with Jake. I think he'd be great with Jake. I think he would be great with Jake. Yeah. It's just he came here when the team was too old, and they're like, let's squeeze out every last bit of them, but it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go Tampa and seven. Mm-hmm. And you're taking Tampa and six? Yeah, Tampa and six. What else do we got? We got Colorado, Arizona. Wow, this is uh, – I'm going Colorado four. Are you just going to sweep them? Colorado's just going to run through them. Yeah. Uh, the Coyotes, like, they were good against Nashville. Like, Nashville was kind of surprisingly, like – Meh, in a way. Nashville shot him every game. <laughs> they did outshoot him every game, but it was just like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think Nash. I think Nashville's done though. They've always always been overrated in my mind. 
But I, I picked them to win the series against Arizona in five. So I was wrong about that. But, um, yeah, Nashville's window's done, I think. I mean, so well, never, they had a good run, in a way. They've never really had high, high-end offensive talent. Never. Right? They've had good players, but it's never been, like, a proper superstar up front. Yeah. Forsberg was probably maybe their best one. Philip Forsberg, maybe. He's not even, like, elite, elite. He's mm-hmm. good. He's a good player. Like, you know, but he's not, like... Their whole not, thing was always goaltending in defense. Yeah. Um, so, so what's the... So, what series are we on? We're on Arizona. Colorado, Arizona. You're taking the Avalanche sweep? Yeah, I'm going to take Colorado sweep. Well, I'll give them in five. Colorado in five. Yeah. Well, let's go Carolina, Boston. Oh, this is a good one. So, if Carolina wins tomorrow, I'll win money. So, I'm going to bet on Carolina and I'm going to say Carolina in seven. I think Carolina could win the cup this year. Yeah, they can. And I feel like Boston's probably their toughest test out of the East. I think Boston's going to get eliminated first round this year just because they're done, man. Losing the cup final after a game seven like that, we've seen what it's done to (laughs) other teams like ours and teams in the past. And Carolina's an up-and-coming team as well. I think Carolina wins this in seven and... Ends the Boston Bruins window. But, like, Boston also lost that cup in, what, 2013, 15? Against Chicago? 13, yeah. 2013. Yeah, they lost in the cup like, final. But, but Marston and Bergeron were still, like, at, a, at an age where, like, where you could still see them be good, and they had Pasternak come out of nowhere. Like, not that year, but, like, they still had, like, they had guys the guy, yeah. like, old. They were, like, when they beat the Canucks, they were a younger team, you know? They weren't that. Their core guys were pretty young. So... I think that now this is the time where the Boston window closes. Yeah, I'm going Carolina, but I don't think I'm going to go seven. I'm going to go Carolina. I think they can do it in five. Whoa. The Hurricanes are something different, man. And it's like no one really They're pays good. attention to them. Not bad, you know? Like I know I just ripped them. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, I think you got to give a team like that at least more than five no. games. You know? I'm putting Finish Carolina in five. I don't think Boston's going to be able to like handle them properly. Mm-hmm. This young and up-and-coming team. Svechnikov and Aho. Yeah, they're going in five. They're riding. That's a solid line. Jordan, St- Jordan Stahl is still around. Yeah, no, he's bummed, though. Well, no, not Jordan. Mark's a bum. Jordan's <laughs> not bad. Their defense is really... Dougie Hamilton, he's hurt, though, right? He's back. Oh, he's back. Okay. Playing game one. Yeah, their defense is something else. Brady Shea. Sammy yeah. Vatanen, Dougie Hamilton, Jake Gardner, Hayden Fleury, Jake Bean. Dude, their defense is just ridiculous. Brady Shea was that one pick where I wanted Vancouver to take him, but they took who'd they take that year? Brendan Gauntz. Wow. They took Gauntz ahead of him. That's tough. Yeah, I'm going Carolina in five. I'm not giving Boston any chance. Fuck that. <laughs> I, uh, Islanders, Capitals. This is a tough one. You got Barry Trotz versus. His old uh, old team won a Stanley Cup with. Man, I'm gonna go Capitals because the Capitals have more firepower up front. But man, I think the Islanders are more well coached. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the Capitals in. I'll go six. 
Caps have injuries though, right? Don't they have No Carlson. Carlson is Lars Eller out? Like he's not playing too, right? I have no clue about that. But I know that um I know Carlson was ruled out for game one. But I think that he will still end up playing the series. I just think that for now he's out. Yeah, I'm going I'm gonna go Washington as well. Cause that the Islanders are a weird team. Yeah. Anders Lee's your captain, so I don't know. Yeah. Andrew Ladd's still there? I'm pretty sure he's sent Is he down, in the minors? Though. He's in the minors, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going I'm gonna go well, Capitals and six, maybe even five. I'm going Capitals and five. The thing with the Islanders, man, they're they're one of the hardest teams to predict. Like when it comes to betting on the Islanders and like, all that stuff, like I have the heart, like I just have trouble because, like you see them play and they'll give up so many goals and there's some games where they'll just shut it down, lock it down. Like it's a, they're definitely a tough team to uh, to judge. But uh, like they were really impressive against uh, who did they play again in the first round? They played. Um, um, wow, trying to blank. They played Panthers, Florida. Panthers, yeah. And like the Panthers have some power firepower up front with Huberto, Barkov, you know, like Hoffman, etc. Like they have some good players and like they did a really good job on them. Like impressive. Like so like I could see the Islanders winning this series. Like don't like I could actually see it like them finding a way to grind it out, winning it, but because of their coaching, but I don't think that and the Capitals' firepower is just Backstrom, uh, Kuznetsov, Vetchkin, mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Like, those yeah. guys are just... Those guys are better than the Islanders, guys, you know? So you're taking Caps in six? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll go with six, too, then. I was going five. I'll go Caps in six. Yeah. And then what else we got? We got Montreal, Philly. Oh, I totally forgot Montreal's in the playoffs. See, like, Montreal's that weird fucking team. Like, every yeah, playoffs, they're just a weird team. Who's going to win this series? I'll go five. I think Montreal is going to do it just because they're not even supposed to be here. They're going to win the series? Yeah, I think so. Against Philly, the best team in the league? Yeah, I'm still, I'm going with the Habs. Habs in the playoffs. They're just like a weird team. They are always make a run. No, man. No, no you don't think so? Philly's got something. I think Philly can win the cup, man. I think Philly's coming out of the East. Over Carolina? I think, yeah. I think Philly's better than Carolina. Really? What Carter they're Hart? Deep there, they're so deep. The their one weakness might be defense, and they have a young goalie. But their yeah. defense isn't terrible. Like it's not bad. It's just not as good as like you know like Carolina. But I think their firepower up front, Couturier, um, Giroux, Voracek, Konechny, um They have some. Fi- they have some. Freaking weapon. Oh, Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes. They have some weapons. Kevin Hayes is fucking. Like, I think Canucks versus Philly Stanley Cup final. That'd be hooked that to my veins, bro. Like I'm <laughs> down with that. Like that's a finals that would have some like fan bases, rally found fan bases, um, good entertain entertaining hockey, and I got my rooting interest obviously in the Canucks, and then Philadelphia. Like you know just they're. They're a, they're not an original six team, but they're 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 a, they have a 
a big fan base for sure. Yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah. Great history. For sure. I can't. I don't know, man. I can't go go against the Habs. There's something about Montreal. There's something about Montreal. Wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna go Habs in seven. Wow. But the the Habs are, you know, like they are a hardworking team, and they'll grind you down, just sort of like Carolina. I mean, like Columbus, but they don't have this. They don't have a pure Luke Dubois. No, they don't have the offensive talent like. Yeah. Columbus does, but they got, you know, they got Max Domi. Nick Suzuki, though? Nick Suzuki, yeah. He's a good hockey player. I'll give him that. Yeah, I'm going to go Habs in seven. I think um, I just can never bet against the Habs. Every playoffs, they always do something. They always they always upset somebody, I feel like. They do. They, they upset the Bruins a few times, man. They upset the Bruins. They upset Washington, what, 2009, 2010 or something? Yeah, I'm going halves. Yeah. Halves and stuff. They upset Pittsburgh that same year too. Yeah, well, they picked Pittsburgh this year. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm They're going halves and seven. Halves are a weird team. Going halves and seven, and I think that's it, right? We we went through them all. Yeah, yeah, we went through them all. So, Canucks game tomorrow, man. Canucks game. Um, it'll be probably today by the time this thing goes up. Um, yeah. Are you going to Scott Road if they win? No, not not to win this game. I think if I go to Scott Road, it'll be after a series. Like that's when that's my that's what I'm gonna that's my rules for Scott Road because otherwise it'd just be too much crown every night. Too much crown every night, but it's like if they win one game against St. Louis, if they if they go up two zero, you're telling me you're not going to Scott Road? I'm not jinxing it, man. Nah, people you will be there. I'm sure people game. will be there. People will be there, but they could uh, they could do what they want. But <laughs> I'm not going till after we win a series. After we win a series. Yeah. By the way, my prediction of the Canucks winning a series before the Leafs came true. Yes. Yes, that did. Damn. I wish we could find these old clips again. <laughs> I could go through them. It's just there's a lot uh, to go through. We got a lot of audio. We got a lot of audio. Canucks, Blues, Game One. Enjoy it, the city. We haven't had playoffs in a long, long time. Enjoy this, it, man. Embrace th- it. This actually feels like a team to be positive about, and I've been so negative about this team for the last, what, two years since we've been doing this yeah, podcast? And even I'm positive. Yeah, for sure. So if you know I'm positive, then you know there's something going on with this team. Yeah, when Ryan's positive, it's a good thing. I've been so, oh, man, I've been so such a hater. But even now, I'm You're, pumped. Don't worry. Your prediction came true. Canucks and four. I'm going Canucks and six for this one. Yeah. And it starts tonight. Yeah. Get pumped. Get excited. SCT. Let's go. We'll be back post game at some point. We will be back post game because I know everyone loves the SCT drops. Prab always DMs. When's the next episode? When's the next episode? (laughs) We'll get Prab on. We'll maybe get someone else on too. Um, enjoy yeah. the game, SCT, Ryan Lee Hall, Tambi Rana, and that's a wrap.